Okay, welcome to Dueling Monkeys. I'm here with your host, Steve. Uh, I am Tom, and with my co- our other co-host, Trevor. Hello. Um, today, we, we're going to go over... Yeah, the monkey show. We love being monkeys. And today, we're going to go over our... Wow. I got... Oh, wow. I got reverb. You got reverb. Yeah, I got I got a uh, feedback. Yeah, I heard it too. For for my mic or something. What happened? I don't know. It's gone now. Oh, I didn't hear nothing. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I heard it. But anyway, good, good as I was saying, we were we we're gonna do our six through ten. Uh, favorite albums that that we have at this moment. Because we all know everyone is so involved in music and crap. This this these lists could go on for uh, for hours, and you guys don't want to listen to us all for hours at one moment, unless you're a binge listener. But for the sake of getting bored by us for a three <laughs> or four hour episode, we're trying to break. We're gonna break it up. Yeah. So who's who's starting the shindig off? Whose jams are going first? I, I feel want? like one of you two should go because you guys are a lot more into music and find a lot more like new indie and crazy stuff than I do. So let's all do our tens and then nines and eights and let's just take turns yeah. going down and discuss, I guess, each. So Okay. You want me to shoot first? Sure. Okay. I'll give you a couple honorable mentions before we get going. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just switched apps, so I was making sure that this note app didn't kick me off. So just a couple of my honorable mentions was uh, I'm going to do 311, the self-titled album. That was the one with their big hit, Down, on it. Okay. Um. Zebrahead, Playmate of the Year. Nice. Um, and I'll do... Steve, got... your, your inner colors are coming out. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I also put Eminem, Kamikaze, Death Stars, The Perfect Cult, and Lost Prophets Start Something. And just quick about Lost Prophets. If you try to find them, they're not a band anymore because the, the singer's a sleazeball. Yeah. They're now a band called No Devotion. Oh, really? Yeah, they're nothing like they were as Lost Prophets. They're really more alternative sounding. So is that, it good or not really? Uh, if you're in the genre, it's good. I like some of the songs, but it's just not okay. my style. I'm not. It's not bad. It's just not me. Okay. Yeah. So so it's the same band, just different lead singer. And they got a couple, I think they got another one or two dudes that are different in the band too, but okay. I think they have like six dudes in the band. Three, okay. three of them started the no devotion. So gotcha. Anyway, so I'll start with my top 10. Okay. Um, my top, my number 10 is logic confessions of a dangerous mind. 
That came out in 2019. Okay. And my favorite song on it is Homicide. So Homicide features Eminem in it. That's yeah, that's a, a song good one. I, I what's that? I just say that's a good one. I like that one too. Yeah, that that's what drug me into <clears throat> well, what caught me into the album, and then I listened to it. And there for one year, all I could listen to was log like logic for a year. <laughs> and he was my biggest listener on Spotify for one year. So I mean this album kind of starts off like those who know, like their first song's a little his first song starts a little like soft and mellow and then it gets in and starts hitting hard and that's my favorite album of his i mean obvious if it makes number 10 on my list and just a heads up no album i have no repeat artists okay in the top um, 10 i try to keep you, it different have you watched the music video to that song yeah it has a uh, squints in it yeah squints paladoris yeah it's a pretty good video it's funny have you seen it tom Nope, I am so lost in what you guys are talking about. So Logic was inspired by Eminem. Right. I I know who Logic is. But you don't know who Squints from uh, Sandlot is? No. Have you seen Sandlot? You know how long? It's been like almost 30 years. He's the dude that falls in the pool and kisses the lifeguard. Yeah, I, I I don't remember. I'd still have to. Forever. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's my ten. I... Yeah. Is it my turn? Go for it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, like I told you guys before, I've got a ton of honorable honorable mentions. Do you want me to just list all of them or kind of maybe just do half and then half on the next one? Yeah, I'd say half and half. Okay. So, so well, if you got 31, mind. holy cow. Yeah. I could narrow it down. I've, I've got a lot of favorite albums. <laughs> Trevor has commitment issues. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's true. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll just list off some of my honorable mentions. If you do like five or something, I just don't want to, you know, drag the the podcast on too long. But well, yeah, well, if if we get closer to the end and we realize we have more time, we'll get some more in. Yeah, that yeah, and I, and I and I won't go into any depth on these. I'll just list them off. Um. So, first one is a uh, phobia from Breaking Benjamin. Uh, the suffer and the witness by Rise Against. They're only chasing safety by Under Oath. The Silence in Black and White by Hawthorne Heights. A Beautiful Lie by Thirty Seconds to Mars. Um, December Underground AFI. That's a good one. I like that one. Yes, yeah. I, I agree with that one. Honestly, I agree with all those so far. Yeah. One uh, X by Three Days Grace. That was my first concert. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, Bone, Pal- Bone Palace Ballet by Chiodos. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know why. I was like, Bone Thugs? I was ready to react. <laughs> no. Um, and then The Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. I'm iffy on that one. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like one day, one day I like it and one day I don't. Yeah, so like when I was introduced to my Kimmel Curl Mats, that was the first album I listened to. Mm-hmm. That's that's why that's that one's my favorite one out of theirs. Um yeah, yes. so that'll be it for my for That's my a band I couldn't get now. into too much. Yeah. Really? Like yeah. yeah. You had to be in the mood for them, like really in the mood for them. Just They're too, too emo, emo for, for me. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. You don't have enough emotional ties to hey, it, man. I like some of it, but <laughs> not that. Like that's on the emo forever playlist, and that playlist on Spotify really gives you depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emo. Yeah. Forever. It's, it's the name. <laughs> that's funny <clears throat> alright so my number 10 on my list is uh, Fashionably Late by Fog in Reverse uh, came out in 2013 it was their second album uh, yeah I really like that album uh, when that came out I pretty much watched or listened to that on repeat um, I have some good songs on there I like they're I remember you were telling me you had to do edits for your uh, niece and nephews for for uh, trying to remember the name of the song. Can't remember the a... name of the song, but we were listening to it, and you were telling me the edits you had to tell your niece and nephews because he, you're like, we didn't want them to learn that, so we had to change it. <laughs> yeah, like if you're in the car, we'd have to like turn down the turn down the volume and then turn it back on to skip the swear words. So I've done that with my son before. But I would make I would just like shout or make a noise, and then yeah. the next time the song comes on, it's like I'll just turn it down, and I turn it down, and he says the swear. I'm like, he heard it this whole time. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess maybe he gave attention to it, and that's why he caught it. But yeah, oh, you you can't save him from from it forever. Yeah, I told you. Told you my 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 baby just said the f word for the first time, so I'm like, yeah, I'm proud and I'm sad at the same time. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> yeah. Certain expletive inserted. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I I'm with you on that one. Like falling in reverse, like I wouldn't be able to pick an album at this moment. I I like most of the stuff he puts out. Yeah. I think that's on to you, Tom Dog. Okay. Well, I don't know what it was, but it was the uh, video game sound for like my honorable mentions. The Ying Yang Twins from the uh, Underground uh, Need for Speed soundtrack. Okay. Um. Then I, I got. Have a pa- feeling I'm not. I, I'm not gonna hurt a lot of your albums. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you were listening to music when I was, so I'm sure you'll hear some of these. I mean, I you got power I'll Man. I'll tell you guys now, if you can guess my number one, I'll give you $5. Uh, I, I'd, I'd At say, the end uh, of the show, we'll see if you can guess it after you hear my next four. All right. <laughs> I'll give you a chance to weasel it down a little bit. Whittle uh, it. All right. Wait, wait, Yeah. <laughs> I got Power Man 5000 tonight, The Stars Revolt. That That's right. an honorable mention for me. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard these guys. Chaosium? No. So yes, they, they have a couple good songs I've heard. 
Yeah, so the first one I heard was Smile Again, so I like that album, The Second Life. Uh, I like that one. I like that song. Um, but basically, they're like, everyone basically describes them as Corn 2.0 because the guy's voice sounds like Jonathan Davis. A little bit. Okay. I'd say a but little they, bit. Yeah, but they've, they've, got, they've got their own style, and it's really good. But you have to like kind of put yourself in the nineties again. Um, and then I then I of course Corn Issues, my first album. Nice. My, my favorite Corn was uh, Follow the Leader. Follow the Leader was a really good one too. Honestly, until they started doing, uh, I can't remember the album, but I think it was like third or fourth album when they started trying to do their new age stuff. No, that was like their fifth or sixth album. Was it? Yeah, that's when I'd like, eh, I'm kind of done with you guys. Started throwing Skrillex in some of their songs and yeah. Twisted Transistor or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a 311 song. Oh, Sounds well. right, though. Cornfans, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I love all of the 311s. See, Tom, I never pegged you for a 311 fan. It was good, and I was a pothead for a year, so <laughs> it, it worked. Their self-titled was my favorite. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. I had that album, too. I liked um, Evolver, and I liked, uh... oh, dang it, the one with Amber on it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. From Chaos. One. Yeah, that was a really good one. Uh, like... I like Amber was one of the first like songs that like really got to me emotionally and I didn't know why. Because huh. you were high? Probably, but <laughs> that's all that's different altogether, Steve. <laughs> um and then I have Limp Biscuit, the significant others. That's a good one. Alright. You didn't like the hot dog water one? No, that's when I stopped listening to them. How many F-words can you say in one song? Yeah, basically. Try and edit that one with sound. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be an instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know if this one really counts, because I can't really narrow it down, but my number 10 would be the the Supernatural series, the TV series, their soundtrack. Huh. Because I mean, they've got so many like old time songs, like, um, and they have um, rehashes of some of the old ones. Like my favorite is Neoni, uh, "Carry On My Wayward Son." I don't know if you guys heard that. Uh-uh. Um, it's just uh, two female artists that have done it, redone it, and it's their final song in their final episode of the series. Oh, okay. I'll have to go look into it. Yeah, it, it's really good. I'll, I'll have to send it to you so you know how to spell it. But yeah, it was really, really emotional, really good. They did a really good job about it. But yeah, I mean, they have all the old stuff. Nice. Like uh, Eye of the Tiger, just all that kind of stuff. All the classics. Yeah. That's cool. I'll read all uh, covered. Uh, no, some of them original and stuff like that, but it's all butt rock. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you want a number nine? Yeah. Sure. Number nine for me. Blink-182. 
See if you guys can guess an out al- the album. Honestly, uh, I don't. That was the hardest part. State? No. Our hardest part of mine was finding the albums because I remember the songs. I don't remember the albums. So mine is actually going to throw you for a loop. The Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Nice. That was a good it's, one. Th- it's their live album. Uh huh. Um. So the song I like on is all of it. So okay. I I make a connection with this one because I saw this concert live. Nice. So like the first part of it where where they're doing the actual show, so it's like tracks one through nineteen, is the I can't remember where they're doing the show at. Um, that wasn't Salt Lake, but if you've listened to it, track twenty is a. Man Overboard, which is a song at the time they hadn't released yet, was brand new. Uh-huh. And then 21 through like 50 was just a bunch of weird, you know, them just goofing off, telling their jokes and stuff through the show. And they said one of the Salt Lake ones in there. I believe it was the Make Way for the Hurt Man and Bring Me His Wallet. <laughs> so I make nice. a connection with that one because I was at the Mark, Tom and Travis show. And I remember how much I loved it and how it just, it was an awesome concert. It was really fun. Like, I think, I think that was my first blink One Eighty Two concert. The second one was they had the big uh, F word on stage and it was lit on fire. It's probably like 15 feet tall. It's all caught on fire. The whole, their whole show, which was, it was really funny. (laughs) Now that's the way to swear. Yeah, <laughs> making a statement. Yeah, I remember uh, they did. They had like a, they had a little monitor on it, and they like kind of zoom in on the guys, like they were gonna record like a music video or something. But they zoomed in on uh, Travis, the drummer, and he was just sweating. I was like, man, that guy's feeling the heat of that fire. And he yeah, was right sure. by him, dude was like sweating puddles. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. But that, that's got to be my favorite one. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. A lot of them are close seconds, but like I said, I didn't want to put repeat. For me, I didn't want to put repeat artists, so I picked my favorite of... I think my next one would probably be Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Then There again, we're getting a lot of insight into Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Did I cut out or did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah we heard you. Take, take your okay. pants off and jacket. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I heard at, you. I do that at home. It's just a t-shirt. It's just, it's just jacket. <laughs> take off your pants and jacket. That's funny. Run around with my shirt. Had to clarify. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give you a visual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, flinging poop, man. Flinging poop. That's what us All monkeys right. do. Yeah, well, well, half of my honorable mentions you guys have already said, so it kind of sucks. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's all right. Well, I, mean, it, I mean, it's just kind of like one of those things. Is like we all grew up in the same state and then dealing with the same sort of music. So, right. <laughs> well, I've got a few curveballs in there. I don't think you'd know. Maybe. Number seven. Trevor might have heard of my number seven. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. My my number seven's a little out there as well. 
All right, well, let's keep get getting to it. Number nine yeah. for you guys. My turn. Okay, uh, my number nine is "In Love and Death" by The Used. Uh, it came out is, in two thousand four. Is that the one with that. the heart hanging on a string? Yep. Yep. So that that was their third album. Um, yeah, I really love that album. Uh, a lot of their songs, I feel like, have a lot of passion in them. Uh, I agree with you. They that, that's probably my favorite album of theirs too. What wasn't yeah. the used created in Utah? Yep, yeah, yep, they're from Utah. Uh, I want to say I dated a chick that knew the the lead singer. Oh, they're really? from Utah County. Yeah, they're from uh, Orem, I believe. I've been to the drummer's house. Have you? That's crazy. Yeah, he like does. The, ha- the original drummer, or yeah, the the original. He didn't have grass in his yard. He had a bunch of rocks in his yard and they were all paint. They were in a pattern, but they were all white and black rocks. He just had a pattern out in his yard. Oh, Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Did you get to meet him or just? No, I think he was, I think they were on tour. Oh, okay. My brother-in-law stalked him. Out. What's that? You just stalked him? A little bit. <laughs> My brother-in-law knew where they, li- he was friends with one of his buddies and knew where he lived. And so he showed me. Nice. That's cool. Mm. I've not got much into their new stuff. Is their new stuff any good? Not as good. Um, they've only got two original members left. Bert? And, yeah, Bert's still there. And uh, Jeff. I only know player. the singer. I, I don't know who Jeff is. I only know the singer. G-Hawk. <laughs> Yeah, their music isn't as good as it used to be. Is it because Burt can't scream or get up angry in his song lyrics anymore? That, I think that's part of it. The passion. Um, yeah, that I just like the style of the music's changed. Well, I got to fit their singing tone maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, their their latest album, Heartwork, it wasn't bad. It had some, some good songs, but definitely not as good as their earlier stuff. But... Yeah, I, I agree with you though. That was one of my favorite. It doesn't have my favorite song of theirs on it, but as an album, that's probably my favorite album. Yeah. Oh, I never got into the used. Is it because you felt used listening to them? No, I had other ones like <laughs> Rise Against, <laughs> Stiff Little Fingers, and um, No FX is what I usually listen to when it came to punk. So did you not really have an emo phase, Tom? Um, no, I did. I listened to a lot of him. Okay. It was goth, goth style. Yeah, I don't know. Most of my stuff, like all the emotion stuff. Oh my god! The one with the uh, wings of a butterfly on it. That that's the album I really like. Yeah, called dark dark heart or something. Uh, Oh my god, stupid phone. What was that? It's my phone message. being stupid. <laughs> At least <laughs> it didn't go horror. Horror. <laughs> yeah, Wings of the Butterfly and stuff like that, yeah. But, I mean, most of like the emotional stuff for me, like when I was in like 
emotional pain and stuff like that was like Power Man 5000 to get angry more than sad. Yeah. See, I didn't get more into the emo until I got older. I'm kind of like, I like the stuff that I could yell with. Yeah. You can, well, ask, I mean, my, you can ask my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but it was either him or <laughs> AFI that I listened to. Oh, yeah, AFI is super emo. AFI is good. What's your nine, Tom? <clears throat> um, mine is a recent one that I found was Fire from the Gods. Oh, yeah. The Soul Revolution or the American Sun. I can't pick between those because they've got my favorite songs on them. Um, Love is Dangerous is uh, one of the ones I've I've heard recently, and I just fell in love with it. Like his passion in his music is just amazing. Isn't he from like the Dominican or something? Because he has like an accent. I don't know. He could be. I I don't really look too much into him. I just enjoy the songs. Like I don't really care too much for the artists and get into their lives. Well, no, I, I only got... say that because it, it when you listen to it, it's kind of obvious he has an a, a thicker accent. I mean, he could be Dominican Republican. He could be just simple Southern. I don't know. Like from Detroit and stuff like that. Detroit's not that South, Tom. Well, no, South <laughs> or Detroit. I can't, I can't the tell. South, what the... like Detroit. <laughs> or Detroit, my bad. Or Eastern, my bad. Or. Or. Horror. Horror. Or, or. Horror. Horror. <laughs> We know what Trevor's looking for. Uh huh. <laughs> but I mean, the the other one that I know from from that is uh from Detroit is um I Prevail. It's a good one. They're not bad. I I think they're better in in uh live, except for the the first part of their concert. It seemed like the the white guy, the lead rapper, or whatever was high as balls. For yeah. I Prevail or Fire from the Gods? For for I, I Prevail. Uh, so am I like the only one that didn't really get into I Prevail? I, 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 I like them. I only got into them because we went to the concert. So I have a hard time getting into them. Everybody tells me they like them. Like, people from work tell me, I'm like, oh, I'll give them a chance. Like, uh, they're, they're all right. Like, I feel like they sound like a lot of other bands. Like they have yeah. a couple good songs. I don't hate them, but I'm not gonna seek after it. Yeah, I mean they're they're not. I mean I hate to be like that way, but they are not like original whatsoever. Yeah, they're they're like New Age Lincoln Park. New Age Lincoln Park. That's like uh, from Autumn to from Ashes from to Ashes New. new. Yeah. With their original singer. Their original singer. Their new singer I have a hard time with. Have you heard of them, Tom? From Ashes to New? Yeah, I didn't know that changed singers. Yeah. Yeah, their first one decided that he wanted to be more, I guess, life on the road was too much, and he wanted to be more with his family and ended up leaving the band, and they they got a new singer. Yeah, well, I've heard that with a lot of bands. Like, the, the biggest one that comes to my mind is Nightwish. Yeah, they've had, like, what, they're on their fourth singer now? 
Yeah. Third or fourth? I think it was the third, uh, third one that I know of, for sure. So they had the opera-style singer, Taria. Yeah. They had Annette. And then the one after her. Yeah, the current one. I have no idea. Huh. But. Yeah, the Nightwish has some good albums, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, I only like the original singer, but, yeah, I guess they had issues because she wanted to spend time in a limousine with her her husband and shit and not be on the tour bus and they got all pissed off and they broke up. I heard she wanted more Hmm. more of a cut too. Uh, I'm sure that's probably it too. But she's one of those singers you don't forget. Yeah. As soon as you hear her you know you know that's her. Yeah one of almost one of a kind. Yeah very unique voice. Yep. So we on number eight? Yep, eight. Yep. So eight, I'm sad to say, is they're only doing two more concerts and the band's done. So Palisades, number eight, self-titled album. Mm-hmm. Um, if it? you've seen their artwork, it's the one that's uh, solid black. No My doubt. favorite song is Aggression. It's their very first song on it. Um, so... All their al- I love all their albums. All their albums are really good. I found them with their first EP, and I fell in love with it. And then they came out with uh, Outcasts, was their second, well, was their first full length album. And then they came out with their uh, self titled, or no, they came out with Mind Games, then their self titled. Yeah. And then they came out with. The one right after my right after their self title, like drawing a blank right now on it. Erase the pain. That's it. And then the singer. So I went and I got to see him on tour. I got to see him right between the two album releases. And the singer, he ended up getting he something similar to uh, uh, like Avenged Sevenfold, where he's like, if you keep singing the way you are, you're going to lose your voice. Mm, that's how the Slipknot was, too. Yeah. Uh, so he had to stop singing, so he quit the band, and they uh, came out with a new album. So they lost the guitarist along the way and got a new one. And the new guitarist was the singer in their new album. He's like reaching hypercritical. Yeah. It went from like a really standout band to just very typical. Okay. Just a very commonplace band. But yeah. I guess the new singer, he kind of went through his own little emo phase and he left the band. And so the original members are getting together and doing a two night concert in New York. That's where they're all from. And doing just two last shows and the band's done. Really? Are yeah. you trying to go? It sold out the same day. Damn. <laughs> Crazy. You know, They're, that that was one of the bands that I didn't I never really got into. The Palisades? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, lo- I, I loved them. Yeah, I didn't get into them until I met Steve. I they introduced the uh, Outcasts to you. Their for their first full length album, yep. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I remember jam, jamming out to that when we were in the prep room. The sandwich that... prep room. Yeah. <laughs> Where we make all our sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're a good band. I'm sad to see them go. I'm glad I at least got to see them live once. Yeah, that's yeah, too bad. Oh, yeah. So it happens when you get, I guess, so much passion behind your voice when you're singing, but... Yeah, well, it's also with not not enough training because there's a lot of play, people out there that have that same thing, and that, but they have the knowledge of how to do that without ruining their voice. Do it more like guttural, coming from the gut instead of the throat. I don't say I have no idea, but probably. I listened to a a, a guy I know from uh, Florida. He was an opera singer. And he's like, here, let me, and he demonstrated, he's like, this is how you sing from your throat. So he'd sing, and, and then uh, he's like, see how it didn't last very long? He's like, watch this. This is going to come off from my gut. I'm going to sing it. And he, he sang a note, and he was louder, and he lasted, his voice lasted like two to three times longer than straight out of the throat. And he goes, see, it sounds better. I can go longer. I can sound better. And it's not hurting my throat. No matter how loud I get, it's not hurting it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. The body is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mr. Mancuso. Okay. So if he ever hears it, that's who he is. But I haven't mm-hmm. seen him for years and years. But Yeah. Okay. Okay, Trev, you up? All right. My number eight is from uh, Crown the Empire, The Resistance. That is their uh, third third album. Came out in 2014. Uh, yeah, I really love this album. It's another one of those ones that I just listened on repeat when it came out. Uh, my what favorite was their song single on it? Uh, I don't remember. Let's see. Uh, Prisoners of War. I don't think I've heard that one. It's one of them. Uh, yeah, not, not many singles came out with this one. But uh, my favorite song from this one was uh, Millennia. I don't know if you know that one. Uh uh I didn't get much That's into different. them either. Okay. Yeah, I love Crown the Empire. I've, I've seen them three times now, live. Nice. Um, yeah, they've had a couple of line changes. They lost uh, one of their lead singers because they had two for, for a little bit. And now they're just down to one. And then Did they, they lost their the drummer. clean vocalist or the ang- angry one? Yeah, uh, he's the the unclean vocals, the so hangry now, sounding one. Yeah, so the one guy now he just does both. Oh, uh-huh. um, and they also lost their drummer, and their new drummer is actually from Salt Lake, which is pretty cool. Nice. So yeah, got to see them live uh, last year. They're they're pretty good. I like I like watching them live. That's what uh, Icy Stars needs to do. They still own. Yes. Yeah currently have a drummer they just they what's his name like luke i it's follow him on social media because he's a really good drummer but they use him until they officially find one but yeah it's more of just like a touring drummer yeah. studio and the their their angry singer I, I believe he's still part of the band because i think it, the two singers were brothers yeah if i remember and then they just let the clean vocalist do both okay and they were supposed to come out with an album last year, which I was looking forward to, and they never did. 
Yeah, yeah they haven't played anything in a while. 2016. Yeah. See, I see stars would be my my guess for your top one. My number one. Yeah. Well, you'll have to wait and see what it is after that. After my top six. Yeah, but you told me to guess, and that's the one I would have thought of was Icy Stars. All right. They're, they were really good in concert, though, for the Warp Tour, the last one. All, yeah, all their shows are really good live. That, that that singer, he knows how to put on a show. Yeah, it was still weird yeah, yeah, watching so. him on that raft go on crowd surfing. I know, that was cool. The one music video I they did, did uh, for... Uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of the song now. It's going to drive me nuts. They did a music video and that took them, they went on tour. It's the one right before Mobbing Out, and I can't can't think of it. It's between Everyone Die or Everyone Lives in a Tree, or now I can't even remember that one. It's the one right before <laughs> Mobbing Out. And uh, they did a music video of it, and you can almost see me in the music video. Because they sit there and they they took it on tour and they took different clips of all the shows they were at for Warp Tour. Uh And I remember right where I was standing and the camera went right to that point and then stopped. And was like, I barely got missed. I barely got missed. (laughs) I was almost not famous. Exactly. (laughs) Was it uh, Running With Scissors? That one, yes. Okay. That's a good song. I like that one. Yeah, that album, it took me a minute to like before I really liked it because it was so different than the other ones. Yeah. But then it grew on me. Anyway, so yeah, I that's, stop talking. That's I keep cutting you guys off. No, you're good. That's good. That, yeah, that's that's my number eight. It's kind of the Empire <laughs> Resistance. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine, mine's kind of lame. I just said, mine's the... Punk goes pop series, the one, the one through four, four album. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, it's just that they have a lot of singles that they don't get on the actual people's tracks, like um, the Gangsters Paradise, Falling in Reverse. Yeah, from Volume so, Two. Yeah. So just a lot, lot of them from a lot of the songs from the first four. Um, uh, albums were some of my favorite. And they actually got me into the other people's music. Yeah. Did you say volume four was your favorite? No, one through four. Oh, one through four. Okay. So is it just me or did those start f- going like they were just really awesome and then they felt like they were just starting to push it out? That's so what I really like. One, one, through, they... one through four is the only ones I like. And they acted like they it was they were just trying to put out a song. That That's it. Re- really what they were doing. Yeah, like there were songs I'd never even heard of. Yeah, that they were doing. Like there's so many things you could have done, and it's like there's so many pop songs out there you can do, and right. even a you know a rocker whatever emo star whatever has heard of that pop song. Mm-hmm. And it, even if you're not in the genre, you've heard it somewhere, whether you're in the mall, you know, Walmart, Walmart radio or whatever, you've heard it somewhere. And then it makes it more fun when you actually know it. Yeah. Right. They put a cooler spin on it. Yeah. But then they go the obscure route. Yeah. Still one of my favorites is a uh, static lullabies. 
of uh, that Britney Spears song. Which one? Oh, Toxic. Yeah, Toxic. I was yeah, about to. Toxic. I was about to sing it, and then you you saw you caught it for me. Um, I, I uh, one of my favorite ones. I don't remember who who did it. Um, but it was a uh, boyfriend. Oh yeah. The hey hey want to be my boyfriend, but it's a it's a dude singing it, so I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> Which one was that one on? You remember? I don't remember. I think it's number three, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I don't know. I can look it up, but I don't know. It's all right. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I can't figure out which one it is. Honestly, it's like number two, isn't it? Because I feel like that's the one that had all the best songs on it. So it's... um, It says it's by Issues. I don't want to play it. No, I don't want to play it. It says Pop Goes Punk 5. Oh. Five. On on the one you didn't like. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that album. Issues, volume (laughs) 5. I said they were my favorite. I didn't say they were... They started getting bad. Now, Issues puts on a good show. But they got rid of their angry vocalist, and they're not... To me, they're not the same anymore. Yeah, that happens. No, well, that's kind of how I feel with uh, uh, a you. See, I'm gonna bet I, that's one of my guesses for you, Tom. Is a tray one of the Treyu albums is in your top five? You'd be right. Like the <laughs> what is it? The riding the bull or rage raging the bull or something like that. That's like actually my my least favorite. Oh. Never mind then. That was my guess. guess. (laughs) Is that even an album? Did I even get close? I don't know if it's an album or not. It's one of their songs. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. I like that song. Yeah. That's one of my least favorite. Uh, Becoming the Bull. Is that you're referring to? Becoming the Bull, yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just one of my least favorite. That's probably my favorite album of theirs. Me personally, let's sell paper anchor. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Uh, um, I'm not gonna lie; that's pretty much the only album I've heard of theirs. Yeah, well, the their well, that latest is my favorite of theirs for their their twentieth year anniversary. They did a show, and the so the bassist likes to go throughout the crowd and play. And he walked right past us, and he sat there and jammed out with my wife, and then he walked off. Nice. That's cool. That's really cool. The singer for Stone Temple Pilots did the same thing. We saw them in concert, me and my older brother, and he ran off stage and ran through the crowd to another little tiny stage that was in the middle of the floor admissions. Yeah. The old singer of uh, Treyud used to get down in the pit, pit, with people, Ooh, he get crazy, huh? Oh yeah, nice, nice. That's funny. That's cool to see when they can get into it with the fans too. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it makes it better. 
better experience yeah. all around. Yep. Hey, yeah, that's what that's what's memorable. That's why one reason why I like Aiden. Because that guy was very, their singer is very animated and very into his shows. Mm. And he makes it very, he makes it memorable. It's really good. So my number seven, this is the one I, I told you. Okay, album, or the group is Lonely Avenue. Okay. Any of you heard of them? Yeah. No, I have not. The album is called Attack on Robot Pirate Island. <laughs> nice. And it came out in 2019. And my favorite song is called Watermelon Squirts. Gross. Yes, what Watermelon that? Squirts. <laughs> that whole <laughs> album is really good, but that one just that's the first song I heard on the album. And you you can guess why. You get a name like yeah. that and you're like, I gotta hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they they're they remind me of uh Four Years Strong. Okay. They're just like a a little bit heavier than normal rock and very high energy. They have another album. I believe it came out before. I haven't listened to yet, but this album is, it, it's really good. Not only is the name awesome, their songs, they're one of those bands with the goofy song names. And you're like, how the crap is a watermelon squirt fit in with what you just said in this song? Yeah. They're one of those. They're they're well worth a listen. I've jammed Steve, them out quite a few times. What's that? It is just the imagery. I like That's it. That's all it's about. <laughs> yep, picturing somebody hunching over and squirting out a watermelon seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong imagery, but okay. Well, moving okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like the album cover. It's pretty funny. You went and looked at it? Yeah. Give it a listen. It's really good. I'll have to check it out. Made my top ten for a reason. Nice. All right, my turn? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My number seven is uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Sound Paternal. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something my favorite album out of theirs. Came out in 2013. It is their third album they put out. Um, yeah, like I pretty much love every song from that album. Uh, my favorite one, though, is uh, Empire, Let Them Sing. How come I remember that song? It's a good one. Like it, like a, Is it later like in the album or is it at the start of it? It's just the third, third, third track. Uh, I guess I need to pay more attention. I was like, I've listened to that album a few times. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Yeah, honestly, most of these I'm just gonna have to go and listen to. Do you listen to any of Bring Me the Horizon, Tom? So pre, I I don't even I I don't know if I've heard them. Really? So you really you good. you two know Josh. <laughs> so all people, this information came through from was him. So their first two albums, they were like really kind of emo and angry. Yeah, mm. hard. And that third album that uh, sent Eternal, I guess they got a new guitarist. And he said he for him to stay in the band, he doesn't like the constant screaming in the band. He doesn't like it. And if they want to keep him, they're going to have to change their tone. And I've, I think that was the album it started on. 
that information so, yeah. I found out from from Josh. Yeah, I think I heard that too. And I was like, how do you know that? You don't even like this genre. And he goes, I have a friend that's good friends of it, and he's telling me all about it. It's <laughs> like, that's the thing you remember? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I would say that it, that is their first album that they kind of mellowed out. I mean, they're still screaming in it, just not as much. Not like the hardcore screamo. Like August burns red from start to end, and you don't know when the song ends or starts. Yeah, just constant. Yeah, we saw them in concert. It's not any better in concert. Yeah, I, I know it gave me a headache. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was like we were kind of excited to like, okay, let's see if they're better in, and they weren't. Uh, I like their album after Stamp Eternal was my favorite. I I couldn't do it. Like I have to have some sort of singing in the to break up the. The screaming, otherwise, the like noise. Said, yeah, it gives you a headache. He's like, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're saying. Like, I get your passion about it, but I don't know what the hell yeah. you're saying. So right. no. So where I saw August Burns Red was a uh, a Data Remembers first headlining tour. Mm-hmm. Okay. They came with so it was a Data Remember August Burns Red. It had a uh, Enter Shikari, Silverstein, and. Uh, nice. There's another band right there in the middle. I don't remember who it was, but I'm, but uh, oh, Go Radio. That's okay. The first time I heard of them, they opened up. So I had it wrong. They weren't in the middle. They were at the start. But August Burns Red comes on, and they're like, "Hey, you know, thanks everybody coming out, and hope we'll, you know we'll put a good show on for you." And then, and then like thirty minutes later, we hope you enjoyed our show, everybody. And it's like. When did the song change? <laughs> like, yeah. I was watching it. And, like, my <laughs> wife came with me too, and she's like, "That's one of the worst bands I've ever seen live." And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I felt like they did one thirty-minute-long song." Huh. But yeah. then not half the audience left, so we got a scoot even closer up for a day to remember, and they put nice. on a, they put on a really good show. Yeah, yeah we see it live. We we saw them on one of the amphitheaters, and yeah, it was pretty good. Amphitheater, nice. like the Ogden Amphitheater. No, one down Salt Lake. Oh, the big popular one. Yep. The one Jeremy, have to help us remember. I can't think of it. Just the one outdoors, right? Yeah, yeah. brain parts. That has the uh, the grassy knoll in the back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crap. What is that one? Called? I'm gonna remember it on the podcast over. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's you where want... everybody goes. I've seen a lot of shows there. Uh, Usana. Yeah. Usana. Usana. Yeah. Like Thule. Yeah. Bring me the horizon though. They have a couple really good songs they just came out with it. Uh you hear the one with Nova Twins? Uh yeah. That one, and then they did a song with uh Baby Metal. Uh-huh. Kingslayer. I love that song. I gotta listen to that one because I like baby metal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're gonna listen to it like fifty times. It's a really good <laughs> song. Yeah. 
the the album's called Post-Human Survival Horror. Yeah, that that those two songs are really good. The one with the Nova Twins. So I uh-huh. just discovered them late last year. They're kind of odd, but they're kind of good. Yeah, just like, like you. It's like I don't, thank you, Tom. <laughs> I I don't know why I like this, but I like it. Yeah, it's catchy. Uh huh. Honestly, I feel like those are the best when you're like, I don't know why I like this, but I love it. Yeah, the guilty pleasure. Just kidding. Exactly. Don't feel guilty, but it's. <laughs> yeah, I I like the song with Amy Lee on that album as well. I don't think I've heard that one yet. Oh, are you yeah, gonna? You guys are gonna have to send me this because these are a lot of the stuff that I would actually listen to. Yeah, it's the last track of that album. I'll screenshot my list and send it to you, Tom. Yeah. I won't give you my top five. I can't have you see what I've got. Oh, it's not like it's gonna ruin anything. Well, you haven't guessed number one yet. I already made my guess. I can't make another. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I got my I got my seven, and this one's All right. this one's a kind of a different one. So the guy's name is Gavin Dune or Dooney, but uh, he's Dooney. He has a, he has a <laughs> his album is Miracle of Sound, um, and a lot of people have tried to use his music and call it his own, and he has gone after them for it because instead of just like, hey, I found it this. They're like, oh, I created this, but it's a Valhalla calling me. Oh, Peyton Parrish? So what? Peyton Parrish? Oh. He sings a song called Valhalla and he says Valhalla calling me in there. I don't know. Yeah, so the actual creator of it is Gavin Dune. Okay. And he, he wrote he wrote the song. He wrote it and composed it. It is all his and pe- and like there's been like five or six people that have tried to steal it from him, saying that they're the ones that created it. But he has, he now has it copywritten. Oh, nice. Okay. Maybe that would explain why I haven't heard that song in a while. Yeah. The but there's one where he uses a guy, um, and the. Yeah, I'll show you it is trio, and there's one dude that has a super bassy voice, and it just it resonates like you know when uh, the Lord of the Rings when they're talking uh, singing about the mountain and how it just goes down your spine and tingles. That's how oh, I yeah. this is that song for me every single time. Okay, the tingler. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you guys. Yeah, at least it's not the tinkler. Oh. Why is everything pee and poo with you? <laughs> well, let me tell you. So I'm sitting there in church today, and a guy is talking about how his son just turned 30. And my kid pokes his head up and goes, it's quiet. <laughs> Dad, he just said turd. I was like, oh, my gosh, of course you'd say that. It's like, he didn't say that. And he goes, yeah, he said turd. And like, I'm trying so hard not to laugh. He's like, no, he said turn. Like, you're going to turn six this year? And he goes, oh, no, I think he said turn. <laughs> he said, okay. Uh, like father, like son. Uh, yep. 
Except for Steve <laughs> kind of knows how to shut his mouth. <laughs> he's he's learned. He, he, he's Have learning. I? Have I? Yeah, le- learning. In the learning. <laughs> I'm still in. I'm still in the 100 class. Beginners. <laughs> After all these years. Pick and choose yeah. your battle battles 101. Yep. <laughs> 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 all right so my number six is gonna go along with one of my uh guilty pleasures katie perry no miranda lambert oh yeah so she has two albums that i just really really enjoy but in order i picked one over the other uh the one i picked was called palomino and it just came out last year Mm-hmm. okay um, I like the song called Actin' Up on it. She she is a country singer, but it's not like you're she's not like your traditional country. Like that you hear on the radio that's like twangy or weird. She's yeah. not like your traditional not pop country. Yeah, she's like her own style. Maybe, and maybe that's why I'm drawn to it because it's something different. It flirts with country. They claim it's country, but it has like a different, different style to it. Yeah. yeah. And her other album I really liked was called is called Wild Card, and that came out in two thousand nineteen. And I, I listened to that like crazy last year, and I listened to it a little bit this year, but uh, just two albums that, not my typical genre, but I just really have fallen in love with. Yeah, I mean, I, you you two probably won't go listen, but for listeners, if you haven't, <laughs> go give it a listen. Go give her a listen. Those two albums are good. Yeah. My wife, I know, won't. She hates her. I'll try it, but I'm I'm not promising anything. I'm not yeah. asking you to like it. Yeah. Um, there's actually a country singer that I came across that I liked, and I was surprised about it. And I'm trying to find him right now, but um. So Tech Nine does a lot of uh, collabs, and he did it, and I really liked it. Tech Nine. <laughs> yeah, I like his with Serge Tankian. Oh yeah, that one. Oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah, you're, you're the one who told that. Me about that one. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a gem, but not not usually. Yeah, straight out the gate. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, when you when you introduced me to that song. It's pretty good. Yeah, that I one, like his song Lollipop. Well, I don't know. It's his, his very first album. Mm, I have to check it out. Just take a guess what it's about. You'll figure it out. Oh, it yeah. Sounds, it sounds dirty. It, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, I have so much Cocoa Melon. Holy shit. In your top five? No. <laughs> nice. For my kids' top one hundred, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to like I want to say meatloaf, but it's not meatloaf. But it's uh, he's a bigger dude, and he's got tattoos on his face, and I can't think of his name. Jelly roll. Jelly roll. Thank you. I like, yeah. I like some of Jelly Roll. 
Dude, I almost went to his concert. He just did a show here a few months ago, and it sold out fast. Like I could, I couldn't huh. believe how quick it sold out, and then people were flipping the tickets for two hundred plus dollars. Yeah, really. And it was at the complex. So, I've you know, never the complex the is just open to everybody. I'll yeah. also send you the one that I have with him with Tech Nine, and it's actually really good. But it's it's a uh, like I'm friends with my monster or something. I don't know. So he he sings crap. Country rap, crap. Yeah. Okay. C rap. Yeah. <laughs> K rap, yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never heard of Jelly Roll. Yeah, he, I'll has, say it. he has some good songs. All right. I honestly, I only like some of the collabs, but he had another one where he, um, like self-deprivation. And uh, that one kind of got me too, but that's so far he's been the only like somewhat country that I've been okay with. Listen to his one with uh, Brantley Gilbert mm-hmm. called uh, "Son of the Dirty South." That one's more crock and mm. not crap. It's country rock. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. Crock. crock. <laughs> yeah. So, because. The Brantley Gilbert bases his music off of his favorite artists. So he's into like the old like rock and roll, but also into the older style country. And he kind of mixed the two together. Well, yeah, that's his style. Okay. Gotta but he has a song with rock. the jelly roll that's really good. I have to look into it. Okay, Trev, your number six. Okay, my number six going back to Falling in Reverse. Their first album, The Drug and Me Is You. That's a good one. Yeah, I love that one. It's one with the girl on the front. Yeah, in the locker. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Ronnie, he pretty much wrote this whole album while he was in prison. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, the first song that I ever heard from them was the first single, Raised by Wolves. And I would say that's probably my, my all-time favorite song of his, mm-hmm. Raised by Wolves. Yeah, how do you just, go huh? for it? I was going to ask you how you felt about the the reimagine. I love the reimagines. I, I, I just, think they're good. I like the difference between because you can tell the different parts of his life with the two different yeah. ones. Oh yeah. Um, he's yeah. one dude. That's one band I got to see at a Warped tour. Because yeah. the sets were all messed up. So it was actually where we were seeing Icy Stars. Was it Icy Stars? The one I went with you at? Yeah. So yeah. Off, off to the left, because uh, I think we left we left after Icy Stars. Because they were at what, like 2 or 3 in the afternoon or something like that. Yeah. But we watched them and then we stopped and watched the rest of Falling in Reverse and then left. I didn't okay. think fall, they. I thought falling in reverse wasn't even there. Yeah, yeah, they were there. They were. Uh, oh, they were. Oh, I can't remember the name of the stage, but if you were looking at the stage that Icy Stars was on, they were the one just to the left, and it was near the way you go to leave the Salt Lake Fairgrounds. They no, were the, one of 
like the very first stages as you come in. Oh, uh, I but I missed them then because that's what a tr- I think that's what a tray you was before my appendix burst. Oh, that's why you didn't see it because your appendix burst and left. Yeah. Because you watched a tray you while I watched from ashes to new. Yeah. Then I had to leave. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, Steve, I drank too much. My gut hurts, and then it turns out. <laughs> Turns out that uh, Tom's appendix burst, and I was like, "Oh, I yeah, felt yeah. bad. I felt bad." That I was, was, like, that was fun. Tom hangs out with me, and something like this happens. <laughs> I'm cursed. I'm cursed. I hate you, Steve. I hate you so much. <laughs> I remember at that warp tour though, because I saw Black Veil Brides at it, and there was mm. a guy in front of us. I swear, it was Bigfoot wearing a tank top. <laughs> Dude was so hairy. hairy. I even got a picture of it somewhere, but oh my gosh. That's like I thought I've seen a hairy dude before. This guy topped it. Yeah. This was Bigfoot in a tank top. Yeah. That's that's one way to not get a sunburn. And I was like, you could just come shirtless and nobody would know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like wearing a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Who wears a sweater in 98 degree weather? Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Al um, Natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there was that uh, band off to the right um, on the, the second to main stage. Um, and everyone started jumping like the whole entire crowd. There was a good thousand something people just jumping. And you could feel the ground move. It was crazy. Nice. It was, I don't think I saw that one. Who was it? Uh, I don't remember. Um, I think it was 303. Oh, yeah. I remember you. I think you went and watched that. And then I was at somewhere. I was. I think I was at We Came as Romans. Maybe. The singer, the clean vocalist on that, too, he went out on a raft. And Did rode he? the people's hands, too, yeah. Nice. You know, I, I'm really sad that they're not doing Warped Tour anymore. I know. I heard I it's because the it's taken them away from their families too much. Yeah, but so is all of doing all of their other stuff. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah it's it's just another tour. Yeah. Uh, maybe like the, maybe there's something hidden, like it's too hot for people and they're getting, you know, lawsuits stroke and crap or something, but Yeah. Well, I mean they had water stations everywhere. Yeah, they were. Yeah, if, you like, yeah. if you like warm water. No, they had cold water coming out of theirs. Yeah, the sun, well, some spots they they had warm water. It was gross. I remember the one time, the first time Butter. I ever saw Trevor. This is this is really funny. First time I ever <coughs> saw Trevor was at a warp tour, so I was in line to get, who was it, Ice Nine Kills autograph or something, and I remember Trevor told me he was at the show. And I was like, well, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, I wore my Hollywood Undead shirt. And I was like, I saw you because I made the joke that said, who wears a shirt to a band that's not even here? (laughs) And I told my wife and she's like, I don't know. And I was like, who does that? They are not even here. And he's wearing a shirt. And I was like, it was a Hollywood Undead shirt. And I was like, that's too funny. That was Trevor. (laughs) Yeah. That's the shirt I wore to every Warped Tour that I went to. (laughs) And then. And then we were going to go the next year and you decided to bail on us for your brother 
cousin's wedding or something. Yeah, it was cousin's wedding, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when you have a big ass family. It's true. Yeah, always All right, Tom, busy. Your turn. Yeah, um, you're 60. We're hitting pretty far in. <laughs> yeah, so I'll do mine real quick. So mine is in flames. I the mask because of the single "Stay with Me." Nice. You know the album artwork on it? Uh, I don't. I've heard a bunch of their songs, but never a full album. Yeah, same here. Tell us about it, Tom. Oh, he's gone. Oh, yeah, he is gone. Flat out disappeared. <laughs> well, just gave us just gave us his last album and just left. I guess that's where we're ending it. All right, thanks, Tom. <laughs> Tom loves In Flames, the the album he mentioned. <laughs> that's awesome. So another yep. honorable mention I forgot to throw out there was uh, Hollywood Undead. I love yeah, their. I love the Hollywood Undead. Yeah, is it their their first album? No, the Day of the Dead is my favorite. Okay, yeah, their first album, Swan Songs, was in my honorable mentions. See, I like that one, but I I feel like the style change for uh for Day of the Dead really caught yeah. me. How they kind of changed it a little bit. Yeah, <clears throat> when they got the when they got the new new guy and kicked out. I think, uh, think Deuce was kicked Deuce, out Deuce. after Swan Songs. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. I think he only did the first album. And then they had the American Tragedy. Yeah. And then they had something underground, and then they had uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah, Notes from the Underground. Yeah, that's it. That That's my other... I, I mean, I'll ha- probably find a couple between... Now and then, but yeah, I've mentions. still got a bunch of I've still got a bunch of honorable mentions too. <laughs> now you want to share a couple and then we'll end it. Okay, uh, let's see. So I don't know if I already said Meteora, Lincoln Park, D twelve's D twelve World. Is that the one that with one purple pills on it? No, no, this is their their second one where it's holding the hand holding the world. Oh, that's the one with uh, my band. Yeah, yep, yep. I listened to that one on repeat when that one came out. That's I did. I did when I first heard it. I was like, "Sounds yeah. really good." <laughs> yeah, that's it was years album. after the fact, but yeah. Uh, set the Seosin self-titled album. I love that one. The one with Cove or the Anthony? yeah Cove, Cove. So I like I that one too. Yeah, I think he's he's better in Seosin. He has a new band. I wrote it down, and I couldn't find it. I was going to tell you, and I couldn't find it. He's in a new band. Right. Um, I, can't, I can't remember the yeah, name I can't of it. Either. So you've heard, you've heard of him? Yeah, I know mm-hmm. he has a new band, but I can't remember. I, same here. I can't remember which what it's called. I couldn't get much into it, but I was like, it's uh, kind of good, but it's kind of not. Yeah, Dead American. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, they're kind of good, but they're kind of not. Like maybe yeah. part of me is hoping it was more Seosin-y style. Right. Hey everybody, this is Steve. This is Trevor. And this is Tom. 
We're all from the Dueling Monkeys podcast. We're just telling you that we use the Anchor app and how much we enjoy it. Yes, it's very, very helpful and has brought us all together much better than friends, and we've bought less. Horror. (laughs) Horror. Enjoy the podcast. (laughs) 